Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the four game NBA main site on Saturday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you are unable to watch these videos, they also upload on Apple Podcasts. I'll have a link in the description below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you could take a minute on your day, leave a five-star rating and review. Uh, that would help me out a ton. If you're interest, interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on patreon.com, an esports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. And I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So if you're not familiar with Prize Picks, again, they will post fantasy scores or fantasy projections for projections. Sorry, I can't talk. Uh, right now, they don't have anything posted for NBA, but that'll probably be either later tonight or early tomorrow morning. So, like, right now, I'm looking at MLB, but like, like, the idea is you take over-under on, like, a Trevor story for six fancy points, right? Um, and they'll have, again, they don't have NBA posted right now, but it'll be posted soon, I'm guessing, or if not, really early tomorrow morning. Uh, they have every single sport you can think of, too. So, like, every eSport, uh, every, you know, main sport, like MLB, PGA. They have NFL, too. That's upcoming. So, um, if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up. Use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You will get a 100% match up to $100. So basically a $300 if you deposit $100 using my code. And I just got to give a special, special, <laughs> special, oh, I can't talk. Shout out to all you viewers. Uh, we had a couple big winners tonight. I want to just go over them really quick. Uh, me, I took a huge L, but I want to give a um, special congrats to Ryan. He uh, turned, what was it, 5, 10, 15, $20 into 643. I think it would have been a four figure win, or it would have been over a thousand if Luca didn't hit uh, a couple garbage threes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, super, super supportive of the channel. So congrats, Ryan. Also, my boy Patrick. Couple of big wins here too. I think this was in the five dollar single entry and the twenty five cent contest. So we got first in the twenty five cent contest, twenty five cents into over hundred and thirty, and the five dollar into fifty five. So congrats, Patrick. I do want to shout out Mark as well. Took that in the showdown slate. Uh, I was in second place in that, uh, or you know, the second best possible lineup. Uh, so I was right, right there. But um, yeah, congrats to all you guys on the big nights. And um, yeah, let's see if we can keep it rolling for this four game slate. So real quick though, if you guys could leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Again, uh, early live stream tomorrow. So it starts at 12.30 central. So I'll be live for YouTube, 11.30 central and then uh, the 12, uh, 12 p.m. Uh, Patreon live stream. All right, so I kind of hinted it. Oh, man, did it not go well for me uh, tonight? So, as usual with NBA slates, I am in so much pain. Mike, I am in so much pain. So, one of my big stands tonight was, and I was hammering this home. Uh, you know, I talked about it a lot on YouTube, but hammering home on the Patreon was, I love the Celtics for GPPs. They're all going to be under owned because of recency bias. Love the Celtics. Every single Celtic smashed because the game stayed close, except for one. Except for one, guys. You want to know who that one was? The only Celtic in my lineup. Kemba Walker. Not only does he bust, no, not only does he shoot, I don't know, 20% from the field, just god-awful. 
why not follow trouble too huh why not right because like i said it's every single slate and random foul trouble for kemba walker sure low owned kemba why not foul trouble right my, my lineup is is ugly, guys. Uh, I also got really contrarian. I pivoted off a, a chalky tray at the very end to go to low own Porzingis. And, oh, my God, did he ever look awful. So, yeah, we'll go over my lineup. I got to warn you, though, again, it is bad. I can get other ways so you guys can see. So, um, yeah, core was the Clippers, guys. They were both very, very popular along with Derrick Rose, who, who went off. Uh, and then Taj Gibson was, again, 70 80% in the higher dollar stuff. Uh, yet I had some Twitter troll tell me that it was a bad play. And I was just like, first, like, okay. I didn't realize Nerlens Noel on a minutes limit was actually going to play more than he did last game. And uh, second, he was chalk for a reason. He was a good play. So it's just like, again, the Twitter trolls are always coming out to try to to try to take you down, but yeah, I have I have no regrets in the Taj Gibson play. He was super chalky as he should have been, right? He was one of the better value plays of the board along with Kleber and DeAndre Hunter. Those are the three I was hammering home. It's like the safe value plays. And then I mentioned, you know, those Clippers guys, it's riskier ones, guys like, you know, Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann. Those are like the high risk, high reward value plays. But um, yeah, so again, I, I was hammering home. I love the Celtics for GPPs. I love, uh, I said, I love Tatum, you know, uh, smart, good play in the mid-range, and um, Kemba, just absolutely awful game, whereas Tatum, low-owned Tatum, goes for like 70, pl- I think we'll finish with 75 fancy points. Oh my god. Oh man, that hurt. That that hurt. And yeah, I told you I, I rolled the dice on a low-owned Porzingis. I will not do that again. I watched that entire game. He looked awful. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know what's wrong with him right now, but he was just not aggressive at all. In the off- he was just standing in the corner, like not doing anything on offense he just looked very slow and sluggish out there uh i don't care if porzingis is below seven thousand. i'm not playing him next slate so um yeah that's it for look back guys again congrats to all you guys big winners uh even though it was an l for me it, it's really i love seeing when you guys have big nights so makes me happy and uh yeah let's, let's move on to this four game slate now so a uh, bucks and heat a 221 and a half over under the bucks five point favorites nuggets and blazers a 227 over under blazers four point favorites 76ers wizards a 227 and a half over under the 76ers are six point favorites so with that being said the 76ers are only six point favorites there that leads me to believe that westbrook's gonna play right if that if those odds were way higher in philadelphia's favor i would be worried about westbrook status but only six point favorites i think westbrook does play and finally utah and memphis uh, 224 over under the jazz are currently five point favorites okay so we'll start off with milwaukee and miami and miami just looks dead in the water right now um so on the milwaukee side Giannis did come about back-to-back blowouts here uh where he hasn't played full minutes at 10.7k again i do not think he's a must play but i do think he's a pretty safe play should play close to 40 minutes in a close game um and yeah he's been playing decently well here now with the two guys in the mid-range it's drew holiday over middleton all day long drew holiday has been playing really really well good defender again the reason i took the bucks to win it all the main reason is drew holiday he is just 10 times the player that uh, eric bledsoe is so um i think drew is a pretty solid play in the mid-range would definitely play him over middleton now a big hit to the championship uh you know odds here divincenzo injury that is pretty big like divincenzo is a solid player for this team 
Him being out, we'll see what they do the starting lineup. My guess is it's going to be a combination of Bryn Forbes and Pat Connaughton to pick up those minutes. So we'll talk about those guys in a sec. Uh, Brooke Lopez, I think, is a safer value. Should play over 30 minutes of the game. Says so close 23 and 27 in a blowout. Again, doesn't have a huge upside, but again, I don't think he's going to kill you either. So safer value play on a guy like Brooke. Bobby Porter is more of the high risk, high reward value play. Um, you know, not going to play as many minutes, but it's a decent point per minute guy. And then again, like Forbes, Connaughton, maybe even PJ Tucker picks up a couple extra minutes. I don't want to play P.J. Tucker, though. Forbes is playable. Again, though, he literally has to hit his threes. He has a super low floor uh, like these games if he's not hitting a shot. So that's the risk with Brent Forbes. Pat Content 3-4. Um, you know, I think he does a, can do a little bit more besides just score the ball. So I think fair value with, with those two guys in Forbes and Content. I do think play a little bit more now with DiVincenzo. We'll see what they do with the starting lineup, whether they start Forbes or whether they start a guy like uh, Pat Content. And moving on to Miami. I mean, they got killed again, and that game was just ugly. They couldn't hit any shots, uh, but still, the price on Jimmy is too cheap. If they can keep this game competitive, he's going to play over 40 minutes. Obviously, it's, you know, they're down 3-0, so it's, it's a must-win situation here. But, um, yeah, so I, I do like Jimmy Butler a good amount. I think the way you fade him is you think the game blows out, which is definitely possible. Again, this Miami team just doesn't look interested. Bam and a bio, fine contrarian play. Like I said, though, just would rather get Jimmy over Bam. Um, I'm fine going right back to Drogic, assuming he starts. He shot awful, 3 of 14, missed a lot of wide open threes. Uh, but yeah, he's going to have, he's going to have to really step it up on offense here. So Drogic and Jimmy once again for like the third or fourth straight time are my two favorite plays on the Miami side. I'm not touching Hero. I'm not touching Ariza now. Minutes are trending down. He has played awful. Uh, so not touching him. Duncan Robinson at 4-7 is playable. Again, though, has to hit his threes. He was popular last night, 30%. Didn't hit his threes seven fancy points so again that's the risk if you play a guy duncan robinson i always reiterate that with score independent guys uh kendrick dunn at 4-1 i don't really want to play him off the bench and one guy i am a little bit intrigued about is bielitsa he played well again they need scoring i could see him playing a little bit uh more in this game so maybe we get like 20-ish minutes of bielitsa off the bench i think he's at least an interesting value play there 3.3k and then Deadman 3-1 should play the backup five. I think, you know, we didn't actually see any time of him playing a log sign bam like we did two games ago. So that's, you know, not great, right? The reason I, I thought you could take a shot in Deadman was I thought there's a chance maybe he plays a little bit alongside bam. He didn't. He looks like he's going to strictly play the backup five. So again, I think about 10 to 14 minutes from Deadman, which is what makes him uh, just more of a dart throw in GPPs. All right, Denver and Portland. So start off with Nicole Jokic at 10.4K. If you had the salad for Jokic, again, very, very safe spend up. Love the matchup here. Going to play big minutes. Like Jokic a lot. Composo at 6K is... Not out of play. Again, though, I would think I would rather get to the cheaper guards on this team, like a Monte Morris, like a Austin Rivers. So Monte Morris, I think, gets around 25 to 30 minutes on the bench. He's been a decent point printer guy. I went for 8, 5, and 5. I think, once again, he's a solid value. And then Rivers played close to 40 minutes, 37 minutes. But, but again, tilted. When I play him here, foul trouble, only 20 minutes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but no, Rivers, Rivers and Morris, I think, are, are both decent value plays. I think we get about 25-ish from Morris, probably 30-plus from Rivers. Uh, and then Aaron Gordon at 5-3 did play 34 minutes the last game. That's the most we've seen minutes-wise for Gordon in a long, long time. You know, he's not, he's taken a definitely a backseat offensively on this team, but I think he's a fair filler play at that price. Like, I don't think he's going to kill you. 
And then, uh, yeah, Millsap will play the backup five. Again, though, he's got to be productive when he's out there. I think we only get about 12 to 15 minutes. So he's a playable GPP play. Kind of same with Michael Green. He had a decent game finally. Uh, those two are nothing more than uh, very contrarian large field uh, GPP plays. And then, yeah, I guess back, I got to mention him because I just... This guy was like 8.5K and continuing to go for like 40-plus every single night in the regular season. And then DraftKings just randomly lowers him to 7K like they knew he's just going to bust. And he's just been awful, um, which uh, I am probably leaning towards not playing him, which means he's going to go off. Again, I am just – I'm going to be so, tilt, so tilted if I see MPJ go off this game. But, um, yeah, he is really just deferring offensively in the playoffs. Not good to see. On the Portland side – and Dame, as I mentioned last few videos, he's a scary fade. He is just a scary fader now. The price really isn't moving. I like Dame a lot. I do. He's getting a ton of shot attempts up. Um, I think he's a really solid spend up. CJ, I think, is a safer play in the mid-range. We're going a little bit more balanced. Looks good to me. Should play about 40 minutes. So, yeah, I think CJ is a safe play. Again, on pace for like 50-plus. Now, what I want to say here, too. He followed out playing 32 minutes. That was early in the fourth quarter. Nurkic was on pace for close to 40 minutes that last game. If he stays out of foul trouble and gets anywhere near 40 minutes, he is by far the best play of the slate, and it's not even close. What you have to worry about, and uh, it's been back-to-back slates now, is foul trouble. He has fouled out in back-to-back games against Jokic, and that is a severe risk because Jokic is a super aggressive offensive center, and Nurkic has to do a better job of staying out of foul trouble. So that is the only, that's the only reason I can see fading Nurkic, it, it, foul trouble. If he doesn't stay, if he stays out of foul trouble, again, would have pushed for close to 40 minutes that last game. Uh, I love him. I love Nurkic. It's just, again, can he stay out of foul trouble? Powell, Covington are both fine filler options. Powell should play big minutes, like 35-ish. And, and Rocco, also kind of the same thing. So, yeah, they're both, again, they're, they run a really tight rotation. So, I think Powell and Covington are fine fillers. Mello off the bench at 4-1. Again, should play about 20, 25 minutes. Is somewhat reliant on the scoring, though. Cantor is, like, barely playing the series. And probably not going to get to anyone else. How many minutes did Simons play last game? 16, yeah, not enough really for me to get super excited about him. All right, Philadelphia and Washington. So, um, Tobias Harris tweaked his ankle, I guess, in practice, but they said he should be available. Again, monitor that. Also, Seth Curry is uh, did not practice on Friday, but they think he'll be ready for game three. So, those are two pieces of injury news we have to keep an eye on. I think both leaning towards playing. So, we'll start off with Joel Embiid. Um, well, first game, foul trouble. Second game, blowout. The first quarter, he, he did not look good there against Washington, but then he started to turn it on. I feel like the ownership's not going to be as high as an Embiid, but man, again, if this game stays close, like you're just going to see a massive game from Joel Embiid. So I like him a good amount there at the top. Ben Simmons has just, I don't know what's got into him. He was awful in the regular season, like awful. And now he's just starting to get back to himself like a year or two ago where he's getting close to triple-double every game. Again, I don't know what's happening, but now he's really starting to turn a corner. Obviously, it's a great matchup, and the price really isn't moving. So I think Ben Simmons, once again, is a really solid play at that price. Tobias Harris firmly in play. Again, all, the main three 76ers all look decent. And I do want to mention, the last two slates, all three have been super popular, and a lot of people played all three together. Now, will they do that in a four-game slate? I would say probably not. But once again, the main three 76ers, I think, all look pretty solid. 
With guys like Seth Curry, with guys like Danny Green, again, assuming Seth Curry plays, should play about 30 minutes, has to hit his shots, fair value. Same thing with Danny Green, right? He got he has to hit his threes to get value. If not, he has a somewhat low floor. So those guys are in play for value. Again, though, they, they have to knock down their shots. And then George Hill, 3.3K, has played 18 and 23 minutes last couple games. I think we get somewhere around 15 to 20, which I think makes him a viable uh, dart throw there at close to min price. On the Wizard side, so... Again, Westbrook, I'm just continuing to be off him. Even if he plays here, I have no interest in 11.2K. Would much rather, again, it's been Beal for me this series because of the price point. So um, if Westbrook plays, I have no interest. Um, and Beal, even if Westbrook plays, is the guy I look to here. Should play close to 40 minutes. And uh, just like the price better on him than I do Westbrook. Now, if Westbrook misses this game, this is where it gets interesting, right? Because then that really increases the chance for a blowout. So then it makes the other the, the Philadelphia guys in the, on the opposite side riskier. Uh, and then we got to consider some Valley guys. So I would assume it would be like a combo of Ish Smith and Rule Neto that pick up those Smiths and both would be really good value plays. Like Ish is a decent point for a guy. Neto would just have to play more minutes. Like those are the two I would see would be the main beneficiaries if Westbrook is out would be Ish and uh, Neto. So those are two value guys, depending on Westbrook status, are would be good values, again, assuming Westbrook is out. And uh, Ruria 4-9, again, is fine value. Should play over 30 minutes, but doesn't really stand out. Bertans, I warned you guys. I mean, I'm, again, like, you, you got to know what you're getting to when you play Bertans. This is a realistic floor. 2-5. He can also go for 20-plus if, if he hits his shots. Kind of like, that's, that's all he does. He has to hit threes to get fancy value. So just know that going into it. Um, and with the three-headed center uh, rotation here for uh, the uh, the Washington Wizards, Gafford's at 4.2. He has played 20-plus minutes the last three games. He's the best point for a guy of this bunch. He's been doing a better job of staying out of foul trouble. So um, if I'm going to take a shot in one of these cheap centers, I think it would be a guy like Daniel Gafford. Again, though, be careful, though, right? Uh, always a little bit worried about him getting in foul trouble against a guy, Joel Embiid. And finally, Utah and Memphis. So Donovan Mitchell... It was kind of annoying, but we didn't get any news of the minutes limit. And then we, after the game started, they said he's going to be on like a 25 minutes limit. So if we don't hear anything, I, I would still be worried because we didn't hear anything last game when he was on a minutes limit. So right now I'll, I'll take a wait and see approach with Mitchell. With that being said, though, I really like Conley. Like he's going to play big minutes, probably about 35. Love the matchup. I really like Conley here in the mid-range. I think he's one of the better mid-range plays this slate. Rudy Gobert also had a nice game. One for 50 fancy points. I think he looks like a pretty solid play. They need his defense there against Jonas Valanciunas. The rest of the Jazz, like Clarkson, Bojan, Ingles, too pricey for me. I think Royce O'Neal is a playable value play. Should play big minutes, but again, not uh, the best point per minute guy. And finally, let's finish up with Memphis. So, John Morant. Wow, he went off that last game. Again, Jonas Valanciunas, three quick fouls in the first half. That very much tilted me. Uh, if I played Gobert over JV that night, I, I would have taken down. But, um, yeah, John Morant. Would I go here in a cash game setting? Probably not. But, man, he is he, he's, he's clutch. Like, he turns it on in the big games. He had a big – he had a great postseason or, I guess, you know, bubble slash playing game last year. And, um, yeah, he's looked good in the playoffs. He has. So, I think John Morant's a good GPP play. Same with Jonas Valanciunas. So, what I want to hammer home here is people might box score watch and see only one for 31 fancy points. He had three at half. Okay, he picked up three fouls in six minutes in the first half. The second half, he had 28 fancy points. So if he stays out of foul trouble in the first half, 
and you you know double the 28 that's close to 60 fancy points he's only seven nine so again i like jv for gpps same thing i'll say about Nurkic though he's been super frustrating as he keeps getting in foul trouble so that is the risk with the guy jonas valanciunas also dylan brooks the same thing he's been in foul trouble a lot um Four last five games. Five fouls, five fouls, five fouls, five fouls, fouled out. So he's been in foul trouble a lot. He's going to be on, uh, you know, either Conley or Mitchell most of the game. I think, though, like, if he stays out of foul trouble, should play close to 40 minutes and should get a ton of shot attempts up. So I think he's actually a solid play in the mid-range. The rest of the Grizzlies are probably going to stay away from slow-mo. I don't think we have to go there. Triple J's been very up and down. He's constantly in foul trouble. I just don't want to deal with that headache. Because uh, he is lit- like every single game, he's in foul trouble. And the bench guys, I just don't really feel comfortable with any of these guys. Grace Nails at 3 6. He probably pushes for about 20 minutes, but 2 of 4, 0 of 6 last couple games. Again, he's, he's got to kind of hit his shots to get value. So that's going to do it for the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you use the like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. Again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream early tomorrow. Make sure to check it out, 11.30 a.m. Central. Grab your coffees, and let's try to make some money on, uh, on Saturday's slate. So good luck, guys, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.